As the rector of St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, may I welcome you very warmly to this service. Our doors are open once again, and we are now able to offer a said service of Holy Communion each Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. But these online acts of choral worship, which draw upon archive recordings of our choir and congregation, combined with newly recorded readings, prayers and sermons, will continue each week so that you can enjoy the full wonders of our amazing choral tradition until such time as we can sing once again. I shall be offering this act of worship on your behalf, so please join your prayers with mine. May the light and hope of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. It is a great delight to welcome you to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong with sermon in music on this, the seventh Sunday after Trinity. Wherever you are in the world, and however you're listening to us, 
we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him through our Lord Jesus Christ our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require. Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus you are Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament reading is taken from the first book of Kings, chapter 6, beginning at the 11th verse. Now the word of the Lord came to Solomon, concerning this house that you are building, if you will walk in my statutes, obey my ordinances, and keep all my commandments by walking in them, then I will establish my promise with you, which I made to your father David. I will dwell among the children of Israel, and will not forsake my people Israel. So Solomon built the house and finished it. In the inner sanctuary he made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. Five cubits was the length of one wing of the cherub, and five cubits the length of the other wing of the cherub. It was ten cubits from the tip of one wing to the tip of the other. The other cherub also measured ten cubits. Both cherubim had the same measure and the same form. The height of one cherub was ten cubits, and so was that of the other cherub. He put the cherubim in the innermost part of the house. The wings of the cherubim were spread out, so that a wing of one was touching one wall, and a wing of the other cherub was touching the other wall. Their other wings towards the centre of the house were touching wing to wing. He also overlaid the cherubim with gold. He carved the walls of the house all around with carved engravings of cherubim, palm trees and open flowers in the inner and outer rooms. The floor of the house he overlaid with gold in the inner and outer rooms. For the entrance to the inner sanctuary he made doors of olive wood. The lintel and the doorposts were five-sided. He covered the two doors of olive wood with carvings of cherubim, palm trees and open flowers. He overlaid them with gold and spread gold on the cherubim and on the palm trees. So also he made for the entrance to the nave doorposts of olive wood, each four-sided, and two doors of cypress wood. The two leaves of one door were folding and the two leaves of the other door were folding. He carved cherubim, palm trees and open flowers, overlaying them with gold evenly applied upon the carved work. He built the inner court with three courses of dressed stone to one course of cedar beams. In the fourth year, the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid, in the month of Ziv. In the eleventh year, in the month of Bul, which is the eighth month, the house was finished in all its parts and according to all its specifications. He was seven years in building it. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The New Testament reading is taken from the book of Acts, chapter 12, beginning at the first verse. About that time, King Herod laid violent hands upon some who belonged to the church. He had James, the brother of John, killed with a sword. After he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. This was during the festival of unleavened bread. When he had seized him, he put him in prison and handed him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending to bring him out to the people after the Passover. While Peter was kept in prison, the church prayed fervently to God for him. The very night before Herod was going to bring him out, Peter, bound with two chains, was sleeping between two soldiers, while guards in front of the door were keeping watch over the prison. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in the cell. He tapped Peter on the side and woke him, saying, Get up, quickly, and the chains fell off his wrists. The angel said to him, Fasten your belt and put on your sandals. He did so. Then he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. Peter went out and followed him. He did not realize that that was happening with the angel's help was real. He thought he was seeing a vision. After they had passed the first and the second guard, they came before the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them of its own accord, and they went outside and walked along a lane when suddenly the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hands of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. As soon as he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many had gathered and were praying. When he knocked at the outer gate, a maid named Rhoda came to answer. On recognizing Peter's voice, she was overjoyed that instead of opening the gate, she ran in and announced that Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind, but she insisted that it was so. They said, it is, it is his angel. Meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the gate, they saw him and were amazed. He motioned to them with his hand to be silent and described for them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he added, tell this to James and to the believers. Then he left and went to another place. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of body, and the life everlasting.
Lord of all power and might, who art the author and giver of all good things, graft in our hearts the love of thy name, increase in us true religion, nourish us with all goodness, and of thy great mercy, keep us in the same, through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Let us pray. O Lord, hear our prayers this day, not according to the poverty of our asking, but according to the richness of your grace, so that our lives may conform to those desires which accord with your will. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. O God, the King of righteousness, lead us, we pray, in the ways of justice and of peace. In this time of national and international uncertainty, may your spirit of hope guide us and bring us comfort and inspiration. We pray for all whose lives have been devastated by the impact of the present pandemic, for those facing unemployment or financial insecurity, for all whose jobs or homes are at risk, for all who are fearful for the future. We pray especially for those who were already vulnerable, marginalized, or struggling financially when the pandemic began, for those whose mental health is increasingly fragile, for any who are in despair, for families under pressure, and for all victims of violence and domestic abuse. Heavenly Father, we pray for the leaders of the nations, for our own government and parliament, and for Elizabeth, our Queen. We pray that during these difficult and uncertain times, all who are in positions of authority may act with wisdom and discernment for the good of all. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the sick and for the suffering, for those who are hospitalized with coronavirus or recovering at home, especially those whose recu recuperation is frustratingly slow or who are fearful for the future. And we remember those who are suffering from other medical conditions, whose treatment or surgery has been postponed or disrupted. We pray for all members of the medical profession and for those working in care homes, for the emergency services, for our teachers, and for all who are striving to keep the structures of our society intact. Strengthen them all in their work and grant them courage and inspiration in all that they do. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the church throughout the world and we ask your blessing upon this church of St. Bride. We give thanks for all who have kept alive the flame of faith here over many centuries. And we pray for all whom we seek to serve today. We give thanks for those who have inspired us on our own journeys of faith 
and we pray that we, in turn, may be worthy ambassadors of Christ's gospel of peace. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who have died and for any who are dying now, for those whose year's mind falls at this time. May they rest in peace and rise in glory. And we pray for ourselves and for one another, for all whom we carry in our hearts this day. Living Lord, guide and direct us in our discipleship. Restore our faith and our vision. Renew our energies and our love and inspire your people to new life and new hope. May Christ's light continue to shine even in the deepest darkness. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Watch, dear Lord, with those who wake or watch or weep tonight and give your holy angels charge over those who sleep. Tend your sick ones, O Lord Christ. Rest your weary ones. Bless your dying ones. Soothe your suffering ones. Pity your afflicted ones. And shield your joyous ones. And all for thy love's sake. Lord, in thy mercy, Hear our prayer. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of thy Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
The peace of God which passeth all understanding keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you all.